Okay, so I'm joined by Liam Gleeson, who in 2003 went on holiday to the Gambia with your family. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? It was very excited. It was very hot. And our hotel was right by the beach. It was actually like very close to the beach. So every morning I would run out and uh, I would feel my toes in the sand and it was very hot. The feeling of the sand on my feet was very hot. And when my feet got hot, I would go into the water and they had things there at the hotel that, that you could play with. Like um, like they would have like uh, boogie boards, they called them. They called them boogie boards and you could surf, but you wouldn't have to stand up with the waves and it was fun. And um, this was the first time you'd, not only the first time you'd been to the beach, but it was the first time you'd been away with your family. It must have been very exciting. Except for the time that I went to Rhodes in Greece, yes. Mm. It was the first time that I'd been away with all of my family because when we were in Rhodes, one of my brothers was in the Irish pop stars. Okay. He was doing that, but he only got as far as boot camp. But this was the first time that the whole family was there and it was a lot of fun. It must have been magical. Did you? Were there any things you tried for the first time? You know, it was this sort of, um, you know, you were only 11, so there must have been... They would have, like, food that we would not get in Ireland. Like, really, like... In Ireland, I have before I went there, I had had spaghetti bolognese, and when we went to my uncle's and auntie's wedding anniversary, we went to a restaurant and we had spaghetti bolognese, and I liked it. But in Gambia, they have things like spaghetti carbonara, cannelloni. They had cannelloni and lasagna. And lots of different types of pasta. And then they had a weird food, which I've never seen since. I've never seen it since. And I would love it. Maybe if somebody could write into your show and tell me where I could get it. It would called nachos. It was called nachos. It was like crisps. It's like crisps, but they had like spicy goo on them. They had like crisps but with spicy goo on the crisps so Africa was a whole a whole new world for you it was very different I would I would recommend anybody to go to Africa it's a crazy place they have they have like water pistols but they're like they call them super soakers <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they're like water pistols, but they're so strong. It was firing it at me, brother, and he fought, thought it was firing a water cannon at him or something. It was so much fun. Wow, so your eyes were really opened. Yes. So there was one, va- was one day, about a week into your holiday, where you, um, your father hired a a a four by four car, a sort of people carrier. That's and, right, yes. And he decided that he would um take you for a little a little drive. 
Yes, we've decided. Tell us about that day. Apparently, my father said he wanted to go and see the real Gambia. Which, like, I didn't understand what he meant, like, about the real Gambia at the time. Because I just thought that the real Gambia was, like, a kids' club. Like, a hotel with a kids' club and... Evening entertainment. Evening entertainment and, like, um, like a karaoke and um like tv in the room where lots of the channels were like different languages and stuff i thought that was like the real gambia i didn't know that there was another gambia that was actually the real gambia so we got into the car and we were driving and everything was different like dude like it turned out the most of the people in gambia they don't live in hotels no, really? No. There was, like, like a checkpoint in the road where they decide whether you're allowed to drive through. But I, I didn't really understand what they were saying. They were shouting, like. And they pulled us all out of the car. And then my dad was trying to communicate with them. And I think that they needed, like... They wanted something from my father, like, just so that he would be allowed to go. And it turned out that what they wanted was me. So my family went in the people carrier and I stayed with the army, the army men, the rebels. As they turned out to be. Yes, they were very rebellious. So your family went back to Ireland and you were left with a very dangerous rebel group in the Gambia who... Tell me, tell me what happened. Well, I became what is known as a child soldier. It was kind of like what I imagined it was like growing up with the Williams sisters. Except instead of tennis rackets, it was guns. Because it was very intensive training. But instead of being trained to be tennis players, we were being trained to be killing machines. And um, you, you made a friend when you were in this child army. Uh, yes, he made a friend. He was like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Forrest makes a friend. And I made a friend who was like, he was like my buddy. And we would go everywhere. We would act like tango and cash. Or like lethal weapon, you know, like we were the best buddies. But then when the time came, I knew what I had to do, and I killed him. So, um, it's reported that when, I think it was um, Save the Children, who were, they they had some um, NGOs working out in the Gambia, and they found you and tried to take you home, and you resisted. Can you explain? That's right. Like, there was a time I remember where, like, we just 
had like a really good battle where we'd done really well like and I had probably like I always when we were in battle I tried I tatted scores up like I was playing laser quest so like although they didn't run it like an official laser quest like you know like they didn't have like safety people and like battery packs and things I would always tat it up like I was at laser quest and I felt that at that, that battle I would, had probably got the high score and, and I really to, went for it and they had to tell you to stop they had to tell me that's right they did have to tell me to stop because I was getting a bit carried away with it all like because I once the target was blown to smithereens I started to look for new targets and some of them were moving if you know what I mean did if you, you know what I mean Sorry When I talk about it My accent Gets A little bit crazy Because I get so excited Well also you spent a lot of time in Africa so. Yes I spent a lot of time in Africa So sometimes my accent might sound a little bit weird And that is the reason It is the only reason And um, Many child soldiers that People have talked to Have Have sort of relished their release from captivity and and sort of have sort of enjoyed living a, a sort of free life whereas you've actively campaigned for the right to to remain a child soldier is i think like i think this is a really key issue in the world right now i think i think it's the it, it's the on it's the on where the unsung heroes like like children Children just want to play, you know. Children just want to have have fun, and if if they find fun with a Kalashnikov or an Uzi, why can't you just let them do that? Like if people really thought about it, they'd realize that there's a lot of children out there that really, really should be allowed to do what they want to do and to express themselves. That's right. It's really moving. Um, thank you very much for joining me.